Yo, Brick Geeks, people of the world, Lego fans. It's me, Phil Fenn, with friend, Drew. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. You? Not bad at all, mate. I'm actually very good. I can't complain. A lot of Lego news going on this week as well, which we're here to talk about as we do. Well, we try to do every week, but recently it's been a bit chaotic. If you listened to the previous podcast, you'll know what's been going on. But yeah, we are moving on. Hopefully we should be able to do these podcasts more often now, back to once a week or once every two weeks at least, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hopefully things, personal lives calm down a little bit and give us a bit more time to and do what we love, talk about what we love. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, we love talking about it, don't we? Lego is like a big part of our lives. Uh, as most people know, it's a big part of a lot of people's lives. And I think uh, being able to talk about it and for people to listen is awesome. And I love these podcasts. And I also love doing it with my friend as well. It makes all the difference. Yeah, and when he's not available, you ring me up and do it with me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's actually not been available for 16 podcasts now. This is 17. <laughs> maybe next week, maybe. Fingers crossed, everyone. I know. It's like that thing you've seen in Alan Partridge. I don't know whether you've seen when he's running. Dan, Dan, he's looking for his mate. Dan, have you seen that? Yeah. <laughs> Dan, 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 where are you, Dan? He turned. He didn't turn up, though. He bottled him, didn't he? I love that. Brilliant. Anyway, that's another subject. Right. This week, though, there is some great Lego news coming up. I am a massive fan of Stranger Things. I love the anyone who is my age, any Apple, or anyone who's anyone who's pretty much my age, our age, love Stranger Things. It strikes them nostalgic chords very, very well. You know, with the Ghostbusters and the music and the synthesizers. And, it, yeah, it's very good. In fact, it's spectacular. I really love it. Though the second season wasn't as good as the first. No, we didn't like it, no. It was good. Just didn't grip me like the first one. I was gripped. Do you know what I mean? But the second one, I don't know. How do you feel about Stranger Things? Um, I'm not sure if I've seen the second series. What's coming out now? A third series or the second series? A third series are coming out now. Okay, I must have seen the second series then. So Lego have done something very surprising, haven't they? Yes, indeed. Yeah, I was quite surprised. I thought this would be too, maybe on the violent side, I don't know. But maybe we're old school when we lived in the time of censorship, where this, we would probably be in 18 Stranger Things or something banned. Obviously, I'm over-exaggerating, but it would have been at least a 15 or an 18 or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, maybe it's... I don't know. I, th I was going to say maybe it's the lack of... There's not, like, guns and stuff in Stranger Things. No, you see, Steph clearly then, pointed that out to me. But then Star Wars is full of guns. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't know why. Maybe I think in my head Stranger Things is a lot darker than what it is, but it's a very, very dark TV show. I mean, it's dark. It is, yeah. Yeah. Sinister. Yes, yeah, sinister is a very good word, yes, and it is very sinister. And suspense, and, uh, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think the suspense maybe leaves you a lot to the imagination. Obviously, we all know that's if you've got a good imagination anyway. But, you know, I'm watching it and I love it. Yeah, I think it's excellent. I thought the first one, as I say, I'm looking forward to the third. But surprisingly, I just did not think Lego would do something like this. This is um, 75810. 
The Stranger Things sets, it's coming out and it's retailing at $179.99 in the UK. We haven't got a piece count. It looks big and bulky. It's going to be a big set. Is there not a piece count? I've not found one online, but there might be one today. Not too sure. But I know, well, I hope for £179, we're looking at over 2,000 pieces. Yeah, well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. It scared me, Stranger Things. It was scary. (laughs) It was weird. It was weird and scary, yeah, but I loved it. Yeah, so it, it was very surprising for me, this Stranger Thing. Have we got a piece count? No, I couldn't find a piece count, but um, it's going to be 179.99. Yeah. And it's um, 12 inches tall, 32 centimetres tall, 44 centimetres, 17 inches wide, and 8 inches, 21 centimetres deep. So it's fairly big. Yeah, it is fairly big. It's going to be a showpiece. I would put that Stranger Things set at the back. And at the front, I would put my DeLorean, you know, all the 80s things that I've got, like my little um, Dimensions figures here, Gremlins, Back to the Future, Goonies. I think it's going in tandem with the Hidden Side sets as well. I don't know whether you've seen them. They're coming out in August, which we spoke about before, the augmented reality sets. Yeah, I saw a few of the boxes recently. Yeah, they're pushing it now a little bit more, aren't they? Um, We've got a little bit of a news about it and then put some pictures up. I really like them. I'm a fan of Halloweeny style stuff. Do you know what I mean? Halloweeny, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it as well. I know what you mean. It's a hard word, isn't it, to, to uh, pluck out there. I can't think of the word for it because it isn't exactly spooky, is it? No, it's not spooky. But it, it incorporates Halloween and Halloween's meant to be spooky. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so it's a tough one. We'll think about it. Yeah, we'll, th- we'll put that one on the shelf. Anyway, as I was saying, I love the old Monster Fighter sets. I think they're spectacular. I think that especially, more than anything, the Haunted Mansion is probably, the Haunted Mansion is probably the best Lego set that they brought out. I don't know, it's just really cool. A lot of people have come to me and said, you know, that is one of my favourite sets. Really good. Incorporates everything that's Halloween as well. It looks like, a bit like the Adams Family, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Funnily enough, they're in review at the minute on um, Lego Ideas, and they posted that in Brick Geeks a few times as well. There's been a few people that have posted the Lego Ideas in Brick Geeks. <laughs> Sesame Street as well. Yeah, which... I, saw, I saw the Adams Family one. I wonder which one's going to get through. Yeah, it interests me, doesn't it? I think they're going very strange. <laughs> Excuse the pun, but it is going a bit strange, isn't it, with the Stranger Things sets. I did not expect that out of nowhere. It's not been officially announced yet. But on the 15th of May, five days from now, will be probably three days when you've heard this podcast. Um, they're doing a, a special um, signing with the designer. Yeah. Um, let's see if I can see his name. Um, Justin Ramsden. Now, this, I love this Stranger Things. I think it's brilliant. I'm glad like I've done it, really. I really am. It is quite pricey, but, I mean, if it's a big set, which we're hoping for, which I'm sure it will be, you know, we're gonna get we're gonna get a real treat here. Yeah, let's hope so. Are you gonna be purchasing this one, Drew? Um, yeah, I'd like to. It'd be it'll go on the list, but as you know, the list is quite long. There's loads oh, of things still on there. It's an immediate purchase for me. This I'm yeah. going straight out. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it's available. But on the day, apparently, Lego are limiting it to wristbands and 400 sets that will yes. be out before they come out. And you can only get two per person, apparently. Yeah. 
Yeah. So technically, there's only 200 sets there. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you'd be a bit upset if you know you're in the queue and everyone in front of you buys two and then you miss out. I know. You've gone all the way there. You just get into saggy boobs. <laughs> it does actually say on the on the po- on the um, press thing only the sets will be signed. <laughs> <laughs> no showing the moves then. No, absolutely not. And I've shaved them as well. Shaved the space. <laughs> funny, Drew. Funny. So you'd be like, hey, get down there with all your Lego mates. Everyone's having a good time. You're all speaking about Lego. And then your best mate in front of you says, right, I'm having two. How many are left on the shelf? Two. You're instant enemies, aren't you? Indeed, yeah. yeah. How, to st- how to start a problem. Especially if you travel all the way to London waiting around. I mean, I would imagine people are going to get there pretty early. Definitely. 1,500 people say they're going, you told me before. Mm. on the um, website that's that's a crazy amount of people that will be going there so yeah i'll just wait you know the designer i know it'd be nice to have a a sign set but it's going to come out anyway on the shelves um so it's not an exclusive anywhere around the world so there's going to be no problems with this one i'm sure we'll be able to go out and buy it and 179.99 you know what i mean after this big launch i wonder how it'd pan out then because it's a lot of money really it is a lot of money yeah especially this time of year yeah yeah, well, any time of year, it's a lot of money, but... Yeah. I we, guess people are, you know, saving up for their holidays, summer holidays and stuff like that, so... Exactly, that's all coming up soon. But, no, it's a, a 100% buying this one on the day. I've not treated myself for ages. That's a lie, because we're going to talk about something else next. But I treat myself not as much as I normally treat myself. So, yeah, I did manage to get a full set of the Disney minifigures series 2, as well, last week we were speaking about the Disney minifigures series too, and we were speculating, didn't actually have them physically, but now I have a full set of them, and I like them, I think they're really good. And Jasmine, we gave Jasmine a bit of bad press last week. And, no, I think you know, I did, I think you were a bit defensive. But... I was defensive, I love Jasmine, don't ever say anything bad about that cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you the figure now, right? I'm going to actually show you so you can see it. I did a stop motion video. I do like them. I think they're very good. As I say, they've wasted three slots there. They put Huey, Dewey, and his other mate in there. The McDuck things. So look, I'll take Jasmine off so you can see it. There you go. I don't think she looks that bad, bro. Uh, I can see, yeah, I can see it a little bit. No, I think that's a good figure, man. I think it's done Jasmine justice. It's not that bad. Not as bad as we thought, anyway. So that's. That wasn't... I think you'll like that one. I think when you get it, you'll see it. you think, oh, it's not that bad. But out of all of them, though, Jack, here he is, is number one for me. Jack Skeleton Nightmare. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. It's great. Yeah. And Sally also is very good. Also to talk about, I've got these two as well, which are the um, Mickey and Minnie from the 1920s. And as you can see, they're not silver. They're not, did you say? Yeah, they're not silver. They're just grey. Yeah as I said before, but I wanted to see it to make sure, you know, because you hear a lot of speculation, don't you? But, but no, they are definitely, his pants are white as opposed to silver on the Steamboat Willie. Yeah, still nice figures, though. Yeah, they are, they are nice figures. And I actually, I'm very impressed because we've seen these new heads coming up. So, to be honest with you, this is not such a new head. This is the same, this is Hades, um, you can see from Hercules. Mm. And you can see his head there is blue. It's very nice, transparent blue. Yeah. Dark transparent, sort of um, opaque, isn't it? You can't see right through it. But it's very cool. And uh, I've noticed that head. 
that hair, I should say. That's actually fixed to the unit, though. Can you see? Okay. Yeah. So it's actually fixed to the hair now. One minute. I'm sure somewhere. The um, Ghost Rider. Yes. Um, I think I've got one in here. It's orange, isn't it? Yeah, it's orange hair, but it's the same hair. I'm not sure whether he's stuck to his head, though. Let me go and have a quick look. Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah, there you go. It is stuck to it, so it's the same head. Basically, yeah. it's printed lot. Yeah, I've got the uh, Ghost Rider. But, yeah, you can clearly see it's the same hair. But I quite like that blue. I think it's good. I think that's a great figure if you look at it. It's sort of the body shape is sort of the same. In fact, let me just see this, as I've just said it. I think the body shape, oh, it's just off um, Ursula from Series 1. Okay. Yeah, it's not the same. But it's close. I love the series mini. I like the series minifigures too. Disney ones, I think they're great. I actually like Edna Mode. There's been a massive improvement from her. You can only get this Edna Mode figure in the Incredibles 2 video game. And it was just very bland. But this one's really good, actually. If you look at the figure, it's really cool. Okay. You can see the ha hair comes off. So it's one piece. Okay. So the, gla the glass has got printed eyes on them? Yes. Ah, uh, I see, yeah. And so's the head as well, funny enough. <laughs> Yeah. Double-sided as well, double-printed, yeah. I like Edna Mode. I think that's great. I think she's a great character, actually, in The Incredibles. I like The Incredibles. And Frozone, which is another awesome character. You know, Frozone, The Incredibles. But I don't know how anyone couldn't like The Incredibles. You know, it's funny. It's got good twists. You know, even The Incredibles too. Rarely you see something that's... When you see the first one, you rarely see something that's as good the second time around than it was. It was very good. Really liked it. Frozone's very cool. He's got a little disc plate. He fits on a little grey circular plate. Has he still got a um, base plate as well? Yeah, and he's got a base plate as well. So you get the base plate and you get this little circular. It's meant to look like ice, I presume. Mm. What colour are the base plates? Are they black ones? Yeah, black. Same, same as normal colour. And if you have a look here, though, and I'm very, very fond of these because these these have taken a new mould, I presume, because I've never seen the head like this before. And, you know, Lego occasionally do this. They, they get new moulds. Well, they do do it quite often. More The later time's gone on, the more Lego have been producing, the more they've been changing the moulds to create different heads. If you look at these hidden side heads, then they are really cool. We've got hoodies. Even though we've seen a hoodie before, We've also got different shaped heads and stuff, which is very cool. And if you have a look, Chip and Dale, they've got awesome heads. Look at them. Okay, yeah, I'm starting to warm to them now. Yeah, what, look, have they got normal hands? Did I see different hands there? Yeah, yeah, no, just normal hands. Okay. But the heads are really cool. I, I, I was like, I wasn't sure about these ones either. You know, it's cool. They are cool, though, and they are classic. But I just didn't know, and then I thought, yeah, when I opened them, that one's Dale, the one with the red nose, and Chip is the one with the black nose. Oh, I see. And you can see there he's got um, the acorn, which I really like too. That's a new piece. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen an acorn. Well, actually, you know what? I come to say it, it's not actually. If you look at, um, I think it's Neville Longbottom from the Harry Potter minifigure series. He comes with that base there. Can you see? 
that tiny little, it looks like a little, oh, yeah, yeah. little brown carrot. And then on the top of it, they just put a little stud. Oh, uh, yeah, I see, yeah. It's cool. Like it. I like them. I've re- In fact, I'm very, very fond of them figures. I think they're awesome. Really like them. They're all very good, except my only gripe, I've always got to complain about something, which is that waste of three slots. I mean, they are nice, don't get me wrong, but they're going to be very hard to feel out. You know, someone's looking for them in the bags. But they are cool. They do look nice together, but I don't think they could have put others in there. But I think we're going to get a Series 3 now. Definitely. Okay. Um, is what's, going, what's happening with the bags? Are they are they double bag like the other ones we saw before? I'm glad you asked me that, actually. Yes, they are. A lot more of these are double bagged as well. So in the other one, we have like the occasional double bag, like the Lederhosen um, Dungaree um, Swamp Guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he had his whip. Do you remember? His whip was out of the bag, but his whole body was in the bag. Yeah. Well, this time they've actually they've got the same bags. Yeah, and they've done the um, leaflet inside with the same quality, and it's packed into a quarter, you know, like a tiny little... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's very, it's the same. It's the same as the Lego Movie 2. The bags are exactly identical. Mm, okay. Are we still thinking that's to make it a bit harder to feel them out? I don't know, because you do have a bit of room inside... The plastic bags, which is inside the, the the printed plastic bag, where you can actually feel you've got enough room to act, identify the parts in there. Yeah. But I think Jack Skeleton's way up there is, is a class figure. And, he, and you also get this with him, which is really, really cool. A little printed box. This is the little printed box that you get with Jack Skeleton, which I really like. There's a lot of detail in this, and it's got a bit of silver on it as well. Uh, ooh. Oh, okay. What's worthy? What like a present, is it? Yeah, it's a present. Christmas, nightmare before Christmas. And you get these little snowflakes in there, which are really, really cool. Which is a flat stud printing. Okay. With a, what's that, a snowflake? Yeah. Nice. I really like that figure, man. It's one of my favourites, actually, of the recent minifigures, I have to say. We've had some great minifigures, though, come out recently. Especially, um, the Harry Potter ones were really cool. Did you get the Harry Potters? Harry Potter minifigures. Series minifigures. Yes, yeah. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of Harry Potter, but I really like the minifigures. I know some people be like, what? How can you say that? But then I never really just don't know. Just not got yeah. into it. Katie's a massive Harry Potter fan, she loves it. My sister does as well, funnily enough. Yeah. She absolutely loves Harry Potter, but yeah. I was trying to I was trying to get that. Diagon Alley, and I went in the shop and they were like, oh yeah, no, it was last month. So, Drew, you managed to get some sets recently, didn't you? I did, yes. Been spoiling yourself? Um, yeah, it was about you time. It, Drew, you can admit it. I've not bought any Lego for a while, so I treated myself. I'm waiting for the Stranger Things, that's my set, mine now. That might be my birthday present, we'll see. I'm gearing up for that one. Yeah, I mean, for me... The the UCS fourth, you know, Star Wars Day ones are usually an immediate buy for me. Yeah. That, you know, even I haven't built the last three, but I still feel the need to buy them straight out. Yeah. Well, what did you buy then? I bought the um, 
Tantive 4, which is yeah. 75244. How many pieces? That's the big uh, one. Who's left? I don't know how many pieces actually. It doesn't say on the box. It's a remake. I bet it's about sixteen hundred pieces because they're usually between sixteen hundred and two thousand pieces. The UCS Star Wars sets. Sometimes you get the big, big ones though, like the Super Star Destroyer. Uh, but I love that ship. Iconic ship. It's not a super huge one like uh, like the other ones. And what was the retail price? Again, can't remember. <laughs> you got you gone past that point, haven't you? Yeah, um, it was one hundred and seventy nine ninety nine. So same price as the um, Stranger Things set. Yeah, and it's one thousand seven hundred and sixty eight pieces. So, so it's between sixteen and two thousand, and that's what they normally do with the smaller UCS sets. I really like me. I think that's I think that's an iconic ship, and also because they've reproduced this ship. This is the second time they've done this one. This time they've done it under Disney license. Last time, obviously, Star Wars wasn't owned by Disney. They did an older version of it, which was a classic set. You know, the UCS was brilliant. And uh, I don't know, I like this one as well. I think they've uh, made a lot of changes in there. It's a very cool set. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to build this one. It's iconic. And it came with a little free set, the... Um with the um, Battle of Hoth 20th Anniversary Edition. It's like a little sort of um, diorama. I know what it is. I'm envious, mate. I'm envious. I'm actually jealous of this. Uh, I'm really yeah, that's a, it's a nice one. I'll put that next to my uh, space slug. All right, don't, don't rub it in, mate. I saw my space slug. Oh, that's that one. Let's have a look at this. Oh, I like that. It's very cool. It's very, very detailed what they've managed to fit in that. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like the tile. Yeah, it's got nice two little um, snow speeders. Yeah, cool. And the watch probably there, the printed type, the printed tail on the front of the Attack Walker. You can see. Yeah, yeah, the face. Yeah, that's like a sloped piece as well. By the look of it, yeah, like that. Nice. Uh, came with a little poster as well. With a... yeah, that's it really. That's my purchases. I built. I did some building as well. Are you happy with them? Um. Yeah, I am happy with them. Yeah. Slave One's great. Yeah, it's great. Quite a lot of money, though. And I've got the UCS Slave One, so yeah. I don't need another Slave One just to get that little figure. Zuckus. Yeah. Oh, they've done us with that one, mate. That's painful. If you're collecting bounty hunters and you want Zuckus, I think it's only out in one set. So uh, you've got a problem there. You have to spend £109 or try and source one on Bricklink, one or the other. Or maybe eBay, wherever you get your Lego from, if you can't get it from Lego. I do like the Slave One, the 20th anniversary Slave One. But I'm a bit disappointed in the smaller sets. It's nice to have another snow speeder, which is cool. But the other sets are a bit meh. Do you know what I mean? You look at them and you think, oh, come on. They could have just done something a bit more substantial. I know what they're doing there, though, because if you go to Lego and you spend £200, you're getting all the 20th anniversary sets. Yeah. I quite like the pod racing one. I think, you know, pod racing is it's quite an iconic feature from the prequels. I mean, I know everyone hates the prequels because they just have to, but... So that's an understatement. It's one of the worst films I've ever seen. I like, the pod, I like the pod races, and I like the pod racing scene. If that was in a different film... Yeah. It would be, be really good. I mean, do you not remember the, like, the, the, the actual... 
story behind that film was the diplomatic side of it. They were trying to get into real, you know, diplomacy and, and politics behind oh. it. What? Star Wars politics. Yeah, that, yeah. They were talking the Senate and all this stuff. And really, just kids all want to see is just stormtroopers getting blasted by a Jedi or, or getting chopped up by a Jedi. That's all kids want to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. Yeah, with a bit of a backstory, though. Don't get me wrong. It, it wouldn't be like gratuitous violence. It would just be, you know what I mean? But you got a bit of a backstory. But that was too deep. I mean, they just completely destroyed it. Yeah, maybe. I don't, don't say maybe. You know it's true. <laughs> I think I think we're old for the prequels because they ours came out the first three in our youth we loved them anything else that comes out it's just going to be dirt isn't it yeah but I can't, yeah exactly but I can't imagine like um, a ten a ten year old kid wanting to sit down and understand about the Senate and things like that you know on just a film level I think people definitely lost the way with films. Films are not as good as what they used to be. I don't care what anybody says, right? Though, I do think, yeah, that there is the odd film that comes out that's really, really good. Like, Rogue One was an excellent film. Solo was pretty good as well. Mm, I'm not sure about Solo, but... It was okay. It was I didn't say it was amazing, but it was okay. It wasn't a great film. But this is what I'm saying. If you're relying on them other three Star Wars films that have just come out recently, which is five, six, and seven. Am I right? No, it's actually one, two, and three, isn't it? I don't even know the order of these ones. No, these are after, aren't they? So yeah. this is seven, eight, and nine. Seven, eight, and nine, and they've just announced they're going to make ten and eleven. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get it, but it's sort of when they brought out one every. Like, they brought out the first three, and there was none for years and years and years. And then we had that hype, the new Star Wars film was coming out. Everyone was like, yeah! They, even though he was the biggest letdown ever, on, you know, on, on a level of striking the audience, people were a lot more riveted when less Star Wars films were coming out, yeah, than what they are now. Definitely. I think it's just, that is the worst way to go. Well, I, I guess from... A, from... I think now it's probably too easy to make a Star Wars film. Yeah. Back when the others were made, it was impossible. The, the special effects were probably a nightmare or hard, building all the little sets and all the stuff like that, and the production and post-production must have taken years and years and years. Whereas now, you just plug it in, stick it in your computer, press go. I'm sure it's a lot harder than that. But yeah. <laughs> they've got tons of people working on it. they got... Yeah. They, um, Millions and millions of pounds into it. Yeah. And then they hope enough people come and see it in the first weekend to cover their cost. Well, this well they definitely do because it's Star Wars. It's the biggest license in the world. I don't think there's anything bigger than Star Wars. So, so um, I don't know. I look at things and I think, yeah, I do get that, that things are cheaper to produce, but that doesn't mean there has to be. That's the problem with people, I think. People mass-produce things. And it destroys that air of mystery about, you know, oh, where did they leave it or what's going to happen next? Do you know what I mean? And then we have to wait five years for the next film or ten years for the next film. Whereas now they're bringing one out every year. Soon we're going to have a hundred Star Wars films. Just think, well, actually, it was 20 years ago since the last Star Wars, the f episode one came out. I know. Well, it's Disney now, so it's a franchise. So it's not really Star Wars, is it? It's not about Star Wars. It's about making money there, you know. 
all the crazy backstories. Yeah. They should do some of the books. The books were good. Some You'll get a, backst- a film about a backstory about that little mouse droid in the uh, in the Death Star. Yeah, exactly. The brilliant... Or, an uh, origin story. Yeah. <laughs> mouse droid came from some weird robot planet who's actually really an assassin. Yeah. And there's millions of them. It'll like, be a three-hour film. Yeah, like that Bob... That whole Django Fett storyline, like the clones of... Django Fett and all that. We're like, oh man, come on. Why 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 did you even do that? Why even go into that? People don't want to know. They just want to see either Boba Fett in there a bit longer, or as you say, Django Fett was a really good character. I, then... no, I disagree. I disagree with that. I mean, I think that was quite a good bit. I mean, I think the prequels, I don't think they were great films, but they were good at showing you what George Lucas wanted you to know without actually have, without telling you in the first ones Dude. like in the first in the in the three films they talk about the clone wars and stuff like that and yeah. nobody knew what the clone wars clone wars were i know if if you knew that the clone wars were all clones of boba fett or jango fett or well the same thing that might have been a bit cooler yeah but so, this, this is my point i get what you're saying he was trying to get into the backstory of it because they were prequels and they didn't mention the clone wars but i think they could have done it in a way that people appreciated it more like he, in the respect, he right? made those films for him he got yeah no, that's what i mean but money. he doesn't really care if anyone watches them i know but that's my point he doesn't care but who does that like if i had star wars i would re- if that was me i really would have made uh i wouldn't have even made i would have got all the older characters in it and made anything a conjoining story but anything but jar jar binks and that horrible senate story and then Django Fett, who duplicated a billion times, they were cloning him, and he became like um, the actual clone army. Which, to be honest with you, I'm giving it a bit of bad press here because the third one was quite good. Re- yeah, I mean, Benjamin. I can't, I can't defend um, Jar Jar Binks. Exactly. Go yeah. on, find an <laughs> argument. <laughs> no, I can't defend Jar Jar Binks, but on any that, I think he killed all three films. Exactly. But not only did he kill all three films, any child he made, children didn't like him either. So when he said, oh, we put Jar Jar Binks in there for children. No, you didn't, because he bloody hated him. Is that true, though? Do the kids hate Jar Jar Binks or do the adults hate Jar Jar Binks? It doesn't matter. Jar Jar Binks was hated. And if I say the children hated him, the children hated him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you might be wrong there. And, uh, <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't think he was, though, in that respect. I don't think he was liked as some of the older characters. Like, Chewie has stood the test of time. He's been in how many Star Wars films? Um, most of them, I think. He wasn't in wasn't in the first, but he was in... The wasn't in Rogue second. One. Was he in the third? He's been in a few, hasn't he? That's what I mean, but his character, when you look back on Star Wars and everyone's looking at the warmness and the fuzziness and the nostalgia, and everyone's like, ah, oh, yeah, Star Wars. And they, they have... Of the original three, they have real strong characters to go back to and some terrible adverts and some really bad, you know, wearing spandex and all that glittery stuff and all that. But it was good. (laughs) You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So for me, Star Wars now is a no-go. The Actually, I don't know. The in-between stories seem to be better than the main story. So, like, Rogue One, Solo, was definitely better. The Last Jedi was an atrocity. Didn't like that, no. 
You did, did you like it? Um, can't remember. I hated it. <laughs> well, you see, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking to myself, well, I mean, I'm, I just hope they finish these quick, you know, because, no, the, the cinematography was incredible in certain parts. It was absolutely breathtaking, especially the fighting with them red, them red dudes, which are sort of a strain of the Imperial Guard or something, I presume. The Snoke's yeah. friends. And I don't want to destroy it, what actually happens if you haven't seen it. But, you know, I think a lot everyone would have seen it by now. But, um, yeah, no, not for me. I think the plot and the dialogue, it was just all a bit wooden and a bit... I mean, I just don't know. It, it just... The dialogue was just not fluid enough for me. It, it just seemed a bit... And they were just picking it up on pieces and they were all trying to say cool lines. Everyone was trying to say something cool. Watch it, Drew, and let me know. I'll watch it again. I've only seen it once. Have you? Well, that's enough. that was enough for me. Okay, <laughs> it really was. I went to see it with Marshall as well, which is really funny, because he doesn't like to hate Star Wars. So I managed to convince him, and now he hates it even more. He's got even more of an excuse to dislike Star Wars. It's such a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Star Trek fan, you see. So we've also, just before we go... We've also got this really exciting news um, that, well, someone pointed out to me. I didn't know. I, we just do this for fun, obviously, don't we? You know, yeah. do it because we like talking about Lego and we're, we're, we're geeks. Basically, someone told me the other week that we were up for a nomination. But so I think a lot of other podcasts were. So I think there's a catch to it. But I'm going to put a link anyway. So we've been put up for a nomination anyway for the Choice Listeners Award for podcasts. For the BBC, that's in the UK, and um, we're going to put a link down there. We would really like it if you voted for us, wouldn't we, Drew? We would, yeah. We'd love it. We don't know what for. We don't actually even know what it means. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I think every, maybe every podcast in the UK has been nominated, but oh, really? It'd be nice to get a few votes. Yeah, we've had a few votes already. Actually, I'll put it in Brickies, but more the merrier. Thank you all anyway for listening. Over and out. We will see you next week. See you later.